Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Mark Cox Morning Show. I almost got choked on my donut. I'm sorry about that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, welcome back. We're happy you're with us on a Monday morning. I walked in this morning with some donuts that I bought yesterday. Carl, what am I hearing in the background? Do you hear that static in the background? Is there something that turned up here somewhere? There no. we go. I like that. I didn't hear Much it better. at all. Oh, I did. I did too. Okay. It just sounded like a faint static noise. Whatever you did, fixed it. Thank you. Though. I brought something down. Okay. All right. So I walked in this morning and with a box of donuts that I had picked up yesterday. And I know they're day-old donuts. That's okay. I did my best to salvage them. And I walked into the studio this morning, and Kim sitting on went, <gasps> like, and there was an audible gasp when you saw those. Wasn't I know, because it was funny, because I'm sitting in here this morning <laughs> writing headlines, and I'm like, man, I could go for some donuts right now. <sighs> I should have picked some up. That and it's usually And then Mark thing. Cox walks in with said donuts. I did. And I did my best. Like, I'm the same thing, same thing I said about pizza before. I'm not sure I've ever had a bad pizza. I've had some that are not as good as others, for sure. Like, if you're, I'll even eat a frozen pizza. I, I, I don't care. But I, with donuts, it's the same way. I don't know if I've ever had a bad donut unless it's stale. And then, uh, other than that, they're just varying degrees of good. Microwave for nine seconds. I'm just saying. So I picked those up when I was shopping at Schnucks yesterday, and I know they were baked yesterday. Uh, so I immediately sealed them up in one of those double zippered lock bags to retain whatever amount of freshness I could till this morning. Gallon I, size. I thought they tasted fresh. I thought they were okay. They were good. Um, not but my preference would have been donut delight or you know uh, something like that, but uh, that was not an option. So this is what I got. I'll take it. Okay, good, good. All, no such thing as a bad donut, I'm no. just telling you, unless, it, unless it's stale, which I was trying to avoid. All right, we got lots to get to this hour. We're going to talk more about our uh, schools rally we got coming up in uh, March, which is almost upon us uh, this coming weekend. Uh, and, of course, we've got Bill Eigel, who's running for governor in the uh, 7 o'clock hour, and then Will Scharf, who is running for Missouri Attorney General, about 735, is going to join us here in studio. He heard Andrew Bailey on here. There's some news out again about Andrew Bailey this morning. He's making news in regards to some local school districts where he's challenging policies. 
So we're going to talk more about that, and uh, we'll talk to Will Scharf about some of the comments uh, Bailey made about him on the show on Friday. I wanted to give him a chance to respond, so he's coming in this morning at 7.35 to, uh, to talk more about that. And uh, before we get to our top stories, Kim, I will say, you, I'm going to be picky and choosy here. You, you were remiss in your sportscast. I didn't mention you did your Kentucky not Wildcats. mention that with eight minutes left in the game on Saturday, my Kentucky Wildcats had already broken the 100-point mark with eight minutes left, and they spanked much higher-ranked Alabama by 20 points. They scored 117 points. It's the most points they've ever scored in a game. Wasn't I can't believe I said, missed how did you talking miss about your Wildcats because you know what I spent my time talking about? The fact that <laughs> my Mizzou Tigers <laughs> lost for, I want to say it's like the 14th or 15th time in a row. I'm not we got rubbing spanked that in. over the weekend. I'm not rubbing that in. I didn't mention Mizzou. I just wanted to point out uh, what, what, what you overlooked there. Because so. mm-hmm. I don't want you to talk about it when they lose, so I'm going to point it out when they win. I'm terribly sorry for the mistake. <laughs> That's okay. Carl, let's get to our top story. The Mark Cox Shortlist. Folks, and I've been around, I know I don't look it, I've been around a long while. <laughs> and uh, I mean this sincerely. We've gotten, politics has gotten too bitter. Oh, really? Uh, there's uh, Joe Biden. Uh, the the, uh, <laughs> the king of bitterness uh, is out there telling you that politics have gotten too bitter. I was just informed that we got double the number of votes that has ever been received in the great state of South Carolina. Yes, indeed. A a major win there for Donald Trump. I'd see that makes him the winner of all of the primaries so far. But for some reason, it doesn't seem to matter to this person. I said earlier this week that no matter what happens in South Carolina, I would continue to run for president. I'm a woman of my word. Yes, she's continuing to run for president, but probably not as a Republican. My guess is she will be on the no-labels ticket the guy invited her yesterday live on Fox News. Philippe, so what do you do? You say, okay, we'll give you immunity. Hamas uh, 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 survives. We live to fight another, to commit another massacre and another massacre. What would America do? WWAD. Isn't that a a good acronym there? WWAD. What would America do? What would they do in the face of what's going on over there? I, I bring this up this morning because this thing has reached ridiculous proportions. If you're watching, if you're watching the, uh, um, the, the news, um, you saw yesterday that a uniformed member of the United States, I believe Air Force, who is consumed by the lies coming out of Gaza, was so upset that he walked in front of the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C. and set himself on fire while screaming, free Palestine. This, this is the frenzy with which we've worked up some of these lefties in this country who have completely forgotten about the atrocities of October 7th. And they're all in on peace. Now we need peace. Let's let the Hamas terrorists get away with exactly what they just did. And, And leave it to Benji Netanyahu to remind people of what's at stake here. Uh, because the the reporter on ABC 
uh, didn't want him to remind people of that. She wanted to, uh, I'm sorry, CBS, she wanted to browbeat him into admitting that it was time to pull back before the job is done. And he drove home a fantastic point that I wanted you to hear. Listen. What would America do? Yeah. What would America do, Margaret, if you okay. face the equivalent of 29-11s, 50,000 yeah. Americans slaughtered in one day, 10,000 Americans, including mothers and children, held mm -hmm. hostage? Would you not be doing what Israel is doing? You'd be doing a hell of a lot more. Yeah. You, you would be doing a hell of a lot more. Yeah. It's hard to even wrap our minds around the perspective that he has given, which I know we've talked about with how many 9-11s would it be equivalent to again? What, what, what did he say, 9 or 10? 9 or 10. I mean, 10. It, it'd be a, it's a proportion of our population. Um, yeah, think about that. Think if, think if 40,000 Americans were slaughtered in one day. That's roughly the equivalent of what happened in Israel. And, and we're, we're supposed to forget about that because the way Hamas has always operated is they hide under hospitals. That's what they do. Uh, and they hide behind the civilian population. Then when a civilian gets killed, they want to scream bloody murder that you're targeting civilians. It's, it's, it's their game. Uh, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That, that's my approach here. And I think Benjamin Netanyahu is absolutely correct to stand up to Jake Sullivan and the other members of this administration who are trying to force them to stop prosecuting this war. It's wrong. And I, and thank you, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, for bringing that back into focus for us. Quick break here. We do have uh, Hans coming up uh, next from Heritage. I want to talk more about what's going on at the United States Supreme Court. They're supposed to rule on maybe a TikTok ruling this week. And what in the world is going on with the Trump ballot challenge as well. We'll get an update from Hans coming up. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And a second time, and a third time, and a fourth time. And a lot of people said that that's why the black people like me, because they have been hurt so badly and discriminated against. And they actually viewed me as I'm being discriminated against. Hans von Spakovsky, you know, the former emperor of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. All right, we got Hans on the phone this morning. I play that bite because Donald Trump's taking a lot of grief for that from uh, from the left this morning. But uh, it gets back to the fact that every time they've charged him with something, his popularity has gone up. Because regardless of what color you are, I think people can look at this and see uh, that that there's that he's being targeted, in my personal opinion. I don't want to put words in Hans' mouth. But now we got this Fonny Willis case going on. Uh, Hans, I'm starting to call her Phony Willis. What do you think? 
Oh, I think so. I mean, <laughs> as you know, the cell phone records that came out last week uh, that showed her constantly calling uh, her, 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 I guess, lover is a word for it, Nathan Waits, showed that she, when she got up in court, and when he got up in court, they both lied uh, because it's clear that their relationship started a long time before uh, they were testifying in court. So she, I, I, look, I think it's pretty clear she, she, he, and she committed perjury in court. Yeah, I think you're right. The, 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 uh, the, the Daily Caller. That I'm sorry, on the Daily Signal, they had a this story that you're talking about, and it said the data revealed over 2,000 voice calls and just under 12,000 text messages back in 2021, which right. further calls into question the timeline of their intimate relationship. Wade and Willis insisted it didn't begin until 2022 after his contract started. Now there's indication he may have helped with her transition into office, correct? Yep, yep, that's out, that's out too. I mean, I, look, I, I have to say I'm really not surprised by any of this because from the very beginning, uh, it was very clear that her grand jury investigation and, and her eventual indictment was all part of her personal quest, her personal politically ambitious quest to get, gain national prominence in the Democratic Party. So yeah. I, it doesn't surprise me that she would basically – uh, lie, cheat, and steal to 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 get that. What impact? What legal impact would this have on the case? I mean, if the judge ruled that she she'd violated her ethics here and could no longer lead this case against Trump, does it automatically fall apart? Does it increase the odds of it falling apart, or does it just keep rolling? Uh, it cr- increases the odds of it falling apart. Frankly, I think he ought to dismiss the entire indictment, but I don't think. He'll do that. I think that if if he does say that she's got to get out of the case, he's going to have to not only get her out of the case, but Nathan Wade and, frankly, her entire office, because he won't know what other lawyers were tainted by their misbehavior. Yes. Then he'll transfer the case to a different county. And in Uh that county, the new D.A., will have the ability to reevaluate the case and decide whether to continue it. Any smart, frankly, DA would immediately drop this case. Hans, I have to tell you, I'm pretty surprised that we still don't have a Supreme Court decision as it relates to Trump being on the ballot. Do you think it's do you think the holdup is that they're trying to make sure it's a unanimous decision? You know, I I actually kind of agree with you. I would have thought we would have had a decision by now, and I was surprised, for example, that we didn't get something, you know, this past Friday. Uh, yeah, I think maybe there may be negotiations going on to try to get a unanimous decision on what the opinion actually says. Uh, I, I still, I expect we'll get something by mid-March um, at, at the very latest, though. Wow. So is there a hearing this week on social media laws? Did I see that in the court? Yeah, you are. You are right. In fact, it's it's today. Okay. And it's all it's all about the laws that um, Florida and Texas passed that did stuff as basic as saying, if you close or censor uh, somebody's account, you have to give them a detailed explanation of why you did it. And the social media companies are saying, well, no, we don't we don't want to have to do that.
I'll bet. So what do you think the odds are that the, the court smacks him down on that? I don't know, but you've you got to keep in mind that um, they're hearing arguments on both the Florida law and the Texas law. There are differences between the two. The, the Florida law was stayed um, by the Court of Appeals saying it's likely violates the First Amendment. On the other hand, the Texas law was upheld by the Fifth Circuit, a different Court of Appeals who said, no, it's not unconstitutional it's not a violation of the first amendment rights of these social media platforms so i gotta tell you uh i think this is this is uh two cases that are up in the air i have no idea how the court is going to rule in particular because look this is all new right right you know it's it's modern technology they have not really faced these kind of issues before uh the first amendment applying to the to the to the modern communication sphere well we'll be watching it hans we appreciate your help as always thank you thanks for having me all right we'll talk again soon coming up we got to check a business this morning and uh in other news with ethan about 6 45 stay tuned all right so i ran out of time to discuss was discuss this with the hans when we had him on but guess what else is happening this weekend I'll promise you we'll talk more about it tomorrow with uh, 2A Tuesday. Whoever our guest is, probably get Mark Walters or uh, maybe we'll get one of the legal experts on uh, from gun owners about this. The Supreme Court this week is having a hearing on whether or not the ATF had the authority to ban bump stocks. Uh, remember, a bump stock is just an accessory. It's not It's not a gun. It's, just, it's like an extra stock that you put on your gun that makes it operate differently, but it's not a gun. So that's the question before the Supreme Court. Did the ATF have the authority, uh, the government, to go in and ban those? Um, and that's what they're going to decide in the Supreme Court, or at least hear arguments on it this week. So we'll uh, we'll have more on that tomorrow. Right now, let's get to Nicole. <laughs> Nicole Murray, happy Monday. How are you? Morning. I caught up on sleep, so I am bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Nice. I could I could hear that this morning in your voice uh, when you were on with Gordon earlier. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he kind of says, like, wow, a little sleep goes a long way. I'm like, you have no idea. <laughs> no kidding. Boy, we know all about that. Kim, Kim said she felt wide awake this morning. Was it the sugar and the donuts, or what was That it? helped a little okay. bit. But it's right. true. When you can get a good night's light sleep, man, you wake up and you're like, I can tackle the world. You just feel so alive. The donuts are just a little extra bonus on top. It's a cherry on top. Yes. Yes. Doesn't Very hurt. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, what's happening out there? Okay, so futures are a little changed after a record-setting week last week. Friday, the Dow Industrials gained 62, the NASDAQ down 44, and the S&P 500 gained 1. Schnucks Markets has recalled fresh ground beef sold at its Webster Grove store. The grocer said the beef products may contain foreign materials but did not release more details. The recall is for 80-20 ground beef with a sell-by date of February 24th. Customers who bought the recalled beef should return the product to the store for a full recall fund or a product exchange. The Missouri House is expected to take up legislation today aimed at addressing the slurry of animal waste created by meat processors. Under a plan co-sponsored by lawmakers, companies that want to build storage lagoons would be required to test the waste monthly for heavy metals and pathogens and ensure materials are not being spread onto cropland. The proposal would also require groundwater monitoring wells to make sure the material isn't seeping into creeks, rivers and lakes. 
Amazon will replace Walgreens Boot Alliance in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. The change will go into effect before trading starts today. Walgreens has been part of the Dow Jones Industrial Average since 2018 when it replaced General Electric. AT&T has issued an apology for the widespread cellular outage that knocked out service for thousands of customers, saying some accounts will receive $5 credits to compensate for the incident. The outage raised concerns that the company had potentially been hit with a cyber attack, but initial reviews found it was caused by a company error made while expanding its network. 41-year-old Tyler Loudon has pled not guilty to insider trading. I'm sorry, has pled guilty to insider trading charges after profiting more than $1.7 million based on non-public knowledge of BP's acquisition of Travel Centers of America. Loudon, the husband of a former BP merger and acquisitions manager, learned of the merger in 2022 after secretly eavesdropping on his wife's work calls. Loudon has been ordered to surrender his $1.76 million of illegal profits and and pay a separate fine of the same amount. Chinese tech giant Lenovo showed off a prototype laptop that has a see-through screen, like augmented reality in some senses. This PC is equipped with a trackpad, which features a touch keyboard and a stylus to draw or navigate with. The camera built into the computer was able to identify common objects and provide information about them using artificial intelligence. Since the laptop is a concept product, Lenovo has no plans to sell the device just yet. And finally, a new study says massive jarl spiders could be coming to a city near you. A study says the Southeast Asia spiders originally discovered in Georgia can now tolerate human-dominated environments such as busy towns and highways and are therefore expected to travel along the east and south coasts this year. The spiders have large yellow and black bodies and can be as big as the human hand. No. (laughs) But can they survive a flamethrower? Um, I, that's I don't, my question. I don't know if they've tested that very specific detail just yet, but they they can withstand a lot. The yep. vibrations of the highway. I think they're expecting them to like use our own cars to like expand from state to state. Wow. So, um, yeah, yellow and black spider. Are you? I'm like, googling I, pictures. I see. I foresee the number of auto accidents plump uh, skyrocketing. Right, uh, if these things are traveling in cars. And also the sales of of flamethrowers going up through the roof. My daughter would burn her house down if she saw one of those. I freaked out when I saw a stink bug in my house this morning when I was pouring my coffee. If that that spider were in my house, I might have to burn it down. I I saw a bug yesterday and a flying, a small flying insect. It's been 70 degrees here the last couple days and it's going to get cold the next day or two. But, I mean, just that fast, the pests are back. Mm -hmm. I was kind of hoping in the middle of winter if it got warm... The pest would still be like, just stay away for a while. Well, Not the Joro spiders are laughing in your face. That's what are, for sure. what are they called again? Joro spiders. J O R O. Yeah. Not jumbo. Joro. But they might Joro. as well be called jumbo. They are huge. <laughs> I mean, Mark, are you brave enough? Where like, if there was a humongous spider in studio, oh, like, would I'd you be the hero? It. I would be the hero. Okay. I'm not afraid of spiders. We're gonna I'm put, not. We're going to really? put that to the test if we find one. Absolutely. We'll report back, Nicole. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll Get do like that. Get like a fake spider, put it on his board, let Ooh. me know how it goes. <laughs> Make sure I record that. <laughs> there Some you people go. are just terrified of them. I, I'm not. I don't like snakes. But if there was a snake in here, I'd be up on the table. That's what Spiders Gordon don't said. bother me. Yeah. That's what Gordon said. Interesting. All yep. right. Well, good luck with that, Kim. Let me know how that prank goes. Will do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Nicole.
Yeah, me, me, and uh, me, and Indiana Jones. I remember when I was reporting. I think it was Nashville, and there was a couple that lived high atop a hill in this super wooded area, and they had all these bags that they were going to donate. It stored in like a garage or a shed of some sort for like weeks or months or whatever. Finally, they're taking it to drop it off, and two. I forget how long they were. At least, probably three feet. Two huge snakes were in the bags. <gasps> And they were they started crawling across her feet. She managed to pull over to the side of the interstate without crashing and get out of the vehicle. Can I, you imagine I, crawling over? You look down and two at least three feet, two three feet snakes are slithering over your feet while you're driving on the interstate. Just play that out in your mind on how that would go. Yeah, I, I would wreck. I, I I would absolutely wreck. Carl Middleman, you're being awful quiet on this. I'm preparing for the next segment. I would. I I don't <laughs> care about either of these things. Okay. Uh, I try to avoid them. I, I you try would, to avoid snakes and large spiders. And spiders, yeah. Okay. There would be some Samuel L. Jackson language, and I would, I would probably wreck trying to get to the side of the road to get yeah. out of the car. That's how some car crashes happen. Bees. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, it would be a bee for my wife. A spider for my daughter and a snake for me. That's how that would go. One of those three. All right. We'll get to a quick break here. Uh, Ethan's going to be in within other news here in just a couple of minutes. Next hour, uh, Will Sharp, who's running for Missouri Attorney General, is going to be uh, joining us. He reached out to me Friday, heard some comments Attorney General Andrew Bailey made about him here on Friday and wanted to respond. So uh, he's coming in studio at 7.35. We'll be right back. What's happening? Go, you know the, you know the thing. What the hell is going on? In other news. Carl, what was that song? That was Guilty. Sue and Sue and I were singing along to it. Oh, oh. heck yeah. Come on. Because Sorry. Sue's like, I haven't heard this in ages. It's like from 1980. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's Barbara and Barry Gibb. Oh. Hard to beat. You should oh. see the video. There's a lot of white. Love white outfits. <laughs> I was kind of, uh, kind of figuring how you were tying that into this, but but last night at the SAG Awards, yep. Babs won best ever person lifetime award. achievement award. Oh, okay. Same thing, Carl. Best yeah. ever yep. person. <laughs> so as Carl said, the SAGs took place. Um, they actually broadcasted it on Netflix, which was kind of crazy. But uh, we'll just go through the winners real quick. Oppenheimer won for the mm-hmm. cast in a motion picture. Everybody knew that was going to happen, but uh, Killian Murphy. Kind of did a little bit of an upset as he beat Paul Giamatti taking the male actor lead role. Lily Gladstone won for Best Female Actress in a lead role for Killers of the Flower of Moon. Of course. Mm-hmm. She uh, is great in that bad She movie. did a fine yeah. job, but again. Yeah, but this is the SAG Awards, Mark. I mean, it, it's just actors. actors voting for actors. It I might know, actually right? be. It, yes. How come we don't have an award where we get to vote for each other? That's a good point. I mean, I know we did the Odyssey once. Kim won, remember. But, yeah, well... The, we could create one just for this show, though. Uh, yeah. I yeah. win the Mark yeah. Cox Morning Show Award every, <laughs> every year. year. That's I've heard what the I've promo. heard. I've heard the promo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert Downey Jr. took home male supporting actor for Oppenheimer, Divine Joy Randolph. She continued her award season dominance with supporting win for The Holdovers. Oh, that's a great movie. I watched it over the weekend. And she is great in it. Yes, she is. She deserves that. Um, top prizes in TV ensemble went to Succession, of course. Although Elizabeth uh, DeBecky, I apologize if I pronounced that wrong, she had a surprise win for playing her role of Princess Diana in The Crown. And Pedro Pascal pulled off something of an upset as he took 
male actor in a drama series over Kieran Culkin. Uh, the Bear and the Beef also won a couple awards like they always have been. So there's your SAG Award winners. Uh, the first criminal trial stemming from the death of the Russ cinema photographer um, Helena Hutchins begins this week in Santa Fe County, New Mexico. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, the film's armorer, faces charges of involuntary manslaughter and tampering with evidence. Now, they're, they're saying this trial is being looked at as a preview of what may come when Alec Baldwin's legal case happens so kind of keep an eye on it it's supposed Alec Baldwin's supposed to go a little bit later yeah I'm interested I'm interested in how this goes primarily because she I I you know I'm no Alec Baldwin fan but the the armorer is the person that hands him the weapon if there was a bullet in there Alec Baldwin didn't put it in there right so at the end of the day he might have pulled the trigger but he thought there were blanks in it maybe it's maybe he bears responsibility for not checking but the armorer has to be the one responsible for this. Has to be. And they were shooting live rounds the night before. I know. Which is I a put no-no no, on set. Yeah, I put no blame on Alec Baldwin on this. I don't like well, the you guy. Know what but we don't, uh, you know what we don't know is the process. Is there a process where right. he's supposed to check? And if that's the case, he obviously didn't. But if there isn't a process where he was supposed to check, then how is this even a, an issue? Well, right. he's right. a producer on the film who's responsible for hiring the armorer. So mm-hmm. therefore, I, yeah, but uh, that but you're hiring someone whose job it is to make sure there's not a bullet in there. Right. But you know he's what I mean? her boss. There, there are protocols. <laughs> Who was the movie right. producer we interviewed? Carl? Frankie Campbell. In that yeah, he, he 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 said there are protocols, yeah, and they're and pretty standard in the industry apparently. Okay. So okay. no that should come up on in the, a set. Thank yeah. you. That should come up in the uh, trial, I'm sure. Um, the Consumer Product Safety Commission has announced a recall for more than 120,000 biometric gun safes after it was found that they could be opened without authorization. Um, Oops. There's been 91 reports of unauthorized users accessing the safes made by Bulldog Cases, Awsafe, uh, Macari, and Mautech bar, uh, brands. The recall is also impacting a wide range of safes. Some uh, have been sold since 2019. So if you have one of those... Check it out. You can send it back and get a new one, apparently. Um, A fisherman was left shocked last week when he hooked and reeled in what he thought was the catch of a lifetime, but it ended up being a man's body. The fisherman was fishing on the Chattahoochee River with a couple of friends, and he was left uh, horror-struck after reeling the body of a dead man who authorities thinks Uh. was a homeless man who had previously jumped into the Chattahoochee on February 7th. The Chattahoochee River. And where was this again? Up to Georgia? Yeah, they said it was yeah, in Georgia. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Wow. Columbus, Georgia. A uh, Florida man is going viral on social media after he started a challenge of eating raw chicken every day as a way to see what would happen to him. What? Mm. Good mm-hmm. luck with this. Uh, his username, who goes by John, has amassed, Salmonella. <laughs> has amassed more than 400,000 Instagram followers and has vowed to consume raw chicken and raw eggs every day until he gets a tummy ache. A tummy ache? Did he, those are his words? <laughs> That's what he said. First of all, what? people do drink raw eggs. Like, yeah. I see yeah. people do that. Rocky The, the used chicken to. thing That's is, right. a, I mean, I still wouldn't do it, but the chicken thing is especially stupid. Well, right? he's That's on nice. day what, Ethan? He's yeah. pretty far he into say, it. Yeah, they, he I, only I didn't got get to, to day how one. Many day he, was. <laughs> <laughs> he won't make it to day two. <laughs> he just falls over dead. Sorry, shut no, up about he's, that. Just, it's, it's been at least a week or two. Yeah, he's been doing it for a while. I hope his toilet's properly functioning because he's going to be best friends with that for a while. 
Uh, it appears two major U.S. airlines announced higher fees for air uh, passengers in one week. United Airlines announced Friday that it will re- be raising its checked bag fees for customers traveling in the U.S. by $5. This started Saturday. Uh, passengers will pay $40 for their first checked bag, $35 if you pay it in advance, and $50 for a second checked bag, or $45 if you pay it in advance. Uh, American Airlines announced earlier this week that it was also raising prices for the first checked bags. And JetBlue and Alaska Airlines have also raised their bag fees. Is so that it, even? It seems like a trend. Is that if you've already like if you've already booked the flight, it's still going up? No, it didn't start until Saturday. Okay. So. Wait, I thought you got a free checked bag. No, that's only on like Southwest, I think. This is crap. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Any way to get a dime out of you? That that's exactly what they're doing. Yep. Sure. Coming up, uh, Bill Eigel's going to join us. He's got a few things he would like to tell you about a couple of his political opponents. I do believe. Uh, He's running for governor, if you'll remember. And Will Scharf is running for attorney general. He's joining us at 735 in studio. We'll be back in just a minute. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.